Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Hey, Street Talkers, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and by God's grace, we try to bring it to the streets. What's going on? What's happening? Man, I haven't spoken to you guys one-on-one in a while. I, I know that we've been doing some interactive shows, and, and that's a question I may want to ask Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Do you guys like the interactive shows, or do you like when I uh, kind of come here and try to do a little teaching or interact with you guys? I really like the interaction shows um, for me because it's less of me and more of them. But I, you know, being a pastor, I don't mind to expound and, and teach a little bit. But you know, Pastor Grimaldi, Gmail again, and if if you want to drop me a line and um, tell me what you guys uh, want on, you know, even if you have some suggestions of what the show can do, how we can improve it, how we can get better at it, I'll, I'll be willing to listen and 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 talk to talk to, talk to you guys. Uh, we we're just coming off. I, we probably did about uh, six sessions with Ashuk and uh, Michael Kenny from India. Really enjoy those brothers. Those brothers are sound theologians. They're fun to talk to. Um, you know, just learning of another culture in India and how COVID had a huge um, uh, effect on that culture, but not exactly where Michael and Ashuk were. But but I've learned a lot from them and speaking to them and, and things of that nature. And um let me see what's happening with Rachel and I in the church. Church doing well by God's grace. Uh, just kind of, you know, and you know, uh, you know, my I am not a sheep stealer. Um, if you are in a sound church, a good church, um, please, by all means, uh, stay there. Uh, stay with them. Help them. But if you just moved here and you're looking for a church for some reason, um, we're here. We'd love to have you. Um, you know, uh, Desert Sky Baptist Church here on Courtson. I'm sure you can look it up. We have a website, very extensive website. We don't, you know, we don't have vanilla websites. So if you go on our website and uh, you'll know exactly what we believe, exactly what we teach. Um, you know, we don't, um, we, we kind of uh, let the curtain down, so to speak. So, you know, when you come, what you're going to expect. And obviously, that's uh, preaching and teaching from God's word. We're kind of a no-frills church. We just kind of expound the word, try to break it down as best as we can, try to apply it into the culture that we live in today as best as we can. Obviously, I have to look at the congregation God has put in front of me, so I got to obviously speak to them through the text. Um, let me see what's happening. What else is happening? Just came back. I think we're about 10 days, maybe two weeks back from the Southern Baptist Convention in Nashville. Uh, I don't want any barbecue for a while, um, but I, we we did spend some time with Dr. John Lake down there, me and Rachel and, and his lovely wife, Simone, uh, and one of the elders from, uh, from Dr. Lake's church. Uh, Dr. Lake was my um, 
what did he, uh, he was my uh, theology professor, my theology prof in seminary, and he's a he's a good brother, and we were able to go down there and eat. We ate together, went to a lot of the meetings together, went to founders, good preaching and teaching. I mean, there's some problems, obviously, in the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, I do want to say it's a convention. It's not a denomination. But but here's the thing with me, and, and, and this is how I look at things. I want to always be careful because uh, before I take the splinter out of somebody's eye, I got to look at my own eye and the moat in my own eye. Um, I like to think that by God's grace, we all need to be profession, professional repenters, right? Now, I'm not saying that that does not allow us to discern. We need to be good discerners and we need to be good discerners with the right heart. But then again, the heart's deceitfully wicked who can know it, right? But there are some issues with the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, and, I, you know, uh, Obviously, uh, some issues with NAM and uh, the ERLC, but, you know, they got to work those things out. And you know what? We have to be here to challenge them and to, you know, make sure that as a that they are challenged in some of the areas that 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 need to be challenged in. And um, and, you know, and the thing, too, um, we got to pray for them. We have to pray for them. We got to pray for ourselves. We got to pray for good discernment. Um, uh, I know some people are leaving the Southern Baptist Convention. Obviously, we're not there yet. Uh, we want to pray. We continue to go every year by God's grace. The church has been kind. We like to keep a pulse on things. Uh, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we just like to keep a pulse on things. But we like to, but here's the thing too. We like to keep a pulse on things even in our own church. Again, we want to make sure that we are teaching doctrinally sound, whether it's Bible study, whether it's, 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 it's children's study, whether it's what's happening behind the pulpit. And I think, I think one of the issues is for me first, and, and I think about this and I want you to think about this, think about this together. We are going to stand before a living God. We are going to stand now, obviously has nothing to do with our salvation. That's not my plight, but every word, every action, that that's a scary thought to me because I'll tell you, you know, uh, the way your thoughts go, the way we think, and the way we navigate stuff in our own marriages, in our own congregation, our own siblings, and things. These are not easy plays, um, and it's good to just get on the air and just you know kind of interact with people like this. And obviously, I, I I I I wish I can talk to you guys. I wish we were on this you know huge. Zoom call, we can interact. And that's why, you know, like I said, Pastor Grimaldi, let, let's interact. Let's at Gmail, just send me a, an email. We can interact. You know, we can talk to each other because we're in this together. Um, what else is going on? Uh, just came back from the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, oh, I think I did mention this. I'll be teaching in Lagos Christian Academy. Uh, spiritual formation coming up in this semester, uh, October. So, no, is it October? Wait a minute. No, it's not October. It's uh, August, August. <laughs> I only got a month to get ready. Um, and, you know, let me tell you something. Um, eighth graders are going to be challenging in, this, in the aspect that that's the last grade before they kind of 
you know, hit the road, so to speak. That's the last grade that Lagos offers. And knowing Dr. Ross and the people at Lagos, um, they have tried to shape these children to obviously go out to the culture. And the last class, uh, the spiritual formation is, is a class that I want to try to shape them in the things of God as they enter into the world. And, and you know, that that's not easy, um, obviously. So pray for me as, as I try to study and show myself approved, the watchman, rightly dividing the way of truth. Um, you know, we talk about the world today. We talk about the culture. And, you know, I, I, you can't hide from the culture. I've said this a lot of times in, in my sermons is that, you know, years ago, it took a long time for things to change. But today, the culture changes lightning fast, speed. And I think one of the problems is we don't understand the culture, especially, you know, men who are older like myself and, and you know, we're kind of set in our ways. But in order for us to interact with the children, with the younger who live in the culture, they're out in the culture a lot more than we are, school and, and friendships and, you know, not maybe everybody that they hang around with is Christians. And obviously, even as eighth graders, I mean, God can... Um, form somebody in, in the things of God quickly, but, um, you know, eighth graders, uh, maybe their, uh, minds obviously are not formed and developed and their, um, doctrines are not, uh, fully developed yet. And so, you know, they have to be careful that they don't get infiltrated by the culture, but us too, you see a lot of these, um, and, and, you know, even in the Southern Baptist Convention, sometimes politics will, will kind of get into there. And we politics will sometimes get into the church. And we got to be really careful of that, really careful of that. We have to understand our world, right? Um, and, and we, you know, we're in the world, but we don't want to be of the world. You know, we don't want to have mindsets like the world, but we got to understand it. We have to understand the world. We have to understand the culture. Um, and that's what I'm going to try to do to shape these eighth graders and, and, and interact and interact with them and, and see how, you know, their spiritual formation, where they are in Christ, you know, how they deal with cultural issues that are going to come against them. I mean, um, there's a lot of things up for grabs today. We know, and I just wanted to get on the air and kind of just talk a little bit, um, you know, gender's up for grabs today. I mean, I, I, you know, these things are hard things and, and, but they're real things. I mean, I, I never um, really, you know, at 64 years old, I never would think, you know, 20 years ago, you know, I'd be dealing with, you know, obviously never thought I'd be a pastor, but, you know, dealing with, with gender issues, not, not more so in the church, obviously, but teaching the church, about how this is a, you know, this is, the culture is very dogmatic about this, you know. And again, if you look at it, you hit things like, you know, uh, a woman trapped in a man's body, right? And, and then, you know, you think about stuff. But all of this comes against the mandates of a living God. All of it. 
you know, whether it's abortion, whether it's, you know, uh, now these, you know, like I said, the, the gender fluidity, uh, fluidity issues. And these are tough things. And, and, you know, we have to talk about them. We have to deal with them. Um, you know, we, you know, you, you know, this is, we can't be monks, you know, so we have to, we have to kind of deal with these issues. Um, what else I'm uh, preaching through the, uh, prophet Amos, uh, in the church, Amos, as we know, is a burden bearer, a fig picker. Um, you know, he, he's going to deal with a, with a religious culture, uh, goes out and meets the high priest Amaziah. And Amaziah is telling him, hey, don't prophesy here. Go back to Judah. We don't want to hear what you got to say. You know, and that's basically no different than today in the world that we live in. A lot of them don't hear what we want to say, what we have to say. But we got to try to get it in. We got to be wise as serpent and harmless as doves. And I'm I'm sorry I'm kind of rambling, but I kind of haven't been on by myself. And I didn't really have any text to deal with. I'm just kind of dealing with some cultural issues and just speaking and, and navigating, um, you know, my life, Rachel's doing well by God's grace. Um, we want to, you know, obviously, uh, keep the church in prayer here at desert sky Baptist church, you know, the cultures, you know, crouching at the door, crouching at the door. And, and, you know, we got to be, that's why if you go on our website, we, we try to dot every I and cross every T, uh, you're not going to walk. I mean, if you walk in the church and you don't read the, uh, the doctrinal statements that we have, well, you know, that, that would be on you, not on us, but, but we, we are a church that we believe is a biblical church and, and we work hard at that. Um, we love our congregation. I mean, the congregation is so good to Rachel and I, we love our elders. We love everybody in the church. They really are really all good. And we have a small church. And I think, you know, today, and I'm not saying anything really, well, maybe a little bit. I mean, the mega churches, I mean, um, I'm sure if, if the teaching is sound and, and praise the Lord for that. But I think that what happens when in the smaller churches, you know, the pastors got skin in the game. The elders got skin in the game. We know our people by God's grace. They know us. You know, in fact, uh, Rachel and I, uh, we do a home group study, a life group, we call it. It was uh, my wife's idea. And um, we get more of the working uh, people in the church that that work. And we meet, um, you know, every other, other Friday. And right now, in fact, we're doing a spiritual formation class concerning how we deal with the culture and how we deal even with our own hearts, Right. And, you know, that just started since COVID, you know, we'll kind of moved past COVID. And, you know, um, so we just started that. Uh, we're doing two Bible studies on Wednesday. Uh, we, we're in First John, and we're also doing a book study on how to read the Bible for all it's worth. That's an old book by uh, Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart. Stewart, a Old Testament scholar. Gordon Fee, obviously, a New Testament scholar. That's an, hey, listen. If you if you just want a basic, profound understanding of Scripture, where you're not going to read it out of context, it's going to be contextually read, um, culturally informed. Get the book How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth. Uh, 
Again, it's written by uh, Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart. Um, again, I told you I'm preaching in Amos. I'm also reading a book uh, by Dr. Carl Truman called The Rise and Triumph of Martin Self. And one of the, I don't know if I marked it down here, but one of the quotes he, in, in one of his, I think it's his first chapter. I think it's right after the, it is right after the introduction. In his first chapter, the name of the chapter is Reimagining the Self. And he's got a quote there from Sherlock Holmes, A Scandal in Bohemia. And the quote is, you see, but you do not observe. You know, and I read that and I says, man, that's profound. You see, but you don't observe. And you know something? Sometimes we see a lot, but we don't observe. And I think it's because we don't want to observe. We don't want to look deeper. And then introspection, I mean, first of all, when you start looking deeper at yourself, introspection, we're going to find things that we need to repent, for sure. But I also think that we need to introspect the way the world is, what we see. You know, how do we, how do we, but we see, but do we really observe? Do we really know? Do we really understand? And I, and I think that that's part of our call as Christians to understand the culture. You know, we're in the world, but we're not of the world, right? I mean, um, we're in the world, not of the world, right? We don't, we don't want to be part of the world, but we live in the world. And we have to understand the world. Because if we don't understand the world, it's going to be hard for us to witness into the world. Right. I mean, in the high priestly prayer, the Lord didn't pray for the apostles to leave the world. And even for the ones coming after the apostles, he said, I will keep them while they are in the world. And they must be witnesses while they are in the world. Well, here's my challenge. Are you a witness in the world? In a culture that as the young rascals would say, is constantly changing. The world is constantly changing. The culture is constantly changing. Are we aware? Can we speak into it? These are serious questions. They're hard questions. But we are responsible. You know, I... I, I told, I think it was my fellow elders one time a, a while ago, this is where God has got us. This is our time for such a time as this. You know, Paul's not here now. John's not here now. They had their time. They had their space. Moses had his space. John the apostle had his. You know, some of the, obviously the church fathers had theirs. Martin Luther had his. Calvin had his. Wesley had his at his time and place, we are going to be responsible as the people of God for the things of God where we are right now, where God has placed us. And that would be our responsibility. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge me. Are we representing God rightly in a world gone bad? You know, we can speak about, you know, certain issues and certain things. And I mean, I, I listen to podcasts. I mean, and, and they are uh, encouraging and things. But I, I, 
sometimes we don't look inside us enough. We look outside and we can, we can, you know, say there's a lot of things going on, but are we understanding that things are going on outside? But first looking in ourselves so we can deal with that, knowing that we are sinners saved by grace. Nobody's perfect, but God is kind and God is powerful and God is mighty, mighty to save. We're not saved because of our own ingenuity, our own choosing. We're saved by a sovereign act of God's grace. So if God can sovereignly save you by grace, he can save somebody else by grace. The thing is, are we giving the message, right? That we got to give the message. Blessed are the feet that bring the good news of the gospel. You know, and these are just things, you know, these are, I mean, man, if I had a round table here, I would love, I can talk for hours about this. These are important things. They're good things. They're, they're, they're sound things. They're things that we need to speak about. You know, we speak about so many things in this world. We have so many opinions, as Harlan would say. Like, he's, Harlan says, opinions, right? But we do have a lot of opinions about things. In fact, today I was, before I got on my, uh, on, the, on the microphone today, I was finishing up a sermon. I glanced at the Yankee Met, Yankee Met score. Yankees got killed. And so, see, I got to put that away. That's, you know, that that's okay. They, they, they laugh all the way to the bank, right? But, but, but really, in real time, in real, real time, are we being about our father's business? Are we being about our father's business? You know, it's easy to take things and speak about things and look at outside, but we have to look inside. We have to be introspective. I mean, I can sit here all day and tell you some of the things that, you know, maybe the Southern Baptist Convention can do better and I pray for them and things like that. But what are some of the things that Dominic can do better? Not for my salvation, but as a representative of a living king who sits on the throne of the world. What can I do? How can I navigate? How can I introspect better? Challenging. In love. I'm not, you know, if anything, I'm preaching to myself. Then I can amen myself, right? I mean, I guess I couldn't probably throw a net on me. Um I guess that's my tirade uh, uh, for this uh, this afternoon. I do have a few more minutes. Just want to tell you guys, I love you, man. This is this is a blessing. A guy coming from prison, you know, doing over twenty five years in prison. God saving me five years uh, before I got out. Um, repenting and believing the gospel. Been a pastor now for eleven years. This is this is amazing grace. God has been really kind to me. You know, I need to look, I need to look at myself before I look outside. And that doesn't mean that we don't have to be discerners of the truth. We have to be discerners of the truth. We do in love, knowing that if God can save a wretch like me, can save anybody, he can save anybody. That's why we do street talk theology, right? And we take it to the streets. Got to take it to the streets, right? Um, what else is going on? I don't really have any guests lined up. I'll probably bring Ashuk back and and um, and uh, Michael Kenny. Obviously, they're good good interactors. Now, listen to me. If you're a Christian, and you know uh, you're you're in a church, and you have elders or deacons or a pastor that 
um, knows you and, and you want to give your testimony, we'll, me and you, we can talk and see if we get it on the air, you know, uh, no guarantees, but uh, we might be able to. Uh, love that. Love to talk about it anyway. Um, man, I don't know. Like I said, I have nobody lined up, but you know me. I mean, I don't need anybody lined up. I just turn on the switch and just start talking. I did want to go over some scriptures today, but it's too late. So I'll have to save that for next time. But I, you know, it's just good to talk about worldview. I mean, this is, this is, you know, this is kitchen table stuff. This stuff we talk about overeating and, and, you know, you know, how can we navigate the world better? How can we be better witnesses? You know, a lot of this stuff you, you hear on these, you know, everybody's outward. How can we be better for the kingdom of God? How can we? How's our prayer life? How's our study life? Man, I, I think about that stuff and I want to cower, man. Not cower before the Lord, but man, I'd like to do better before the king of the universe. Not because that's going to earn me anything. We don't have to. We get to. We don't have to. That, that, that was solved. Our salvation was bought and paid for on that cross. Nothing with that, my hands I bring, only to the cross I cling. But how can we better serve the king? How can we better navigate the world in the king's presence for the king's honor? Not easy. Not easy. Well, I'm about at 24 minutes. And if I was in the studio, Al would probably be waving his hands or something. But I do have about a minute or two. Let me pray for you guys. Let me pray for... You guys, let's pray for Casa Grande for a second. Dear Lord, we love you and honor you. I just pray for Casa Grande, pray for the churches in Casa Grande. We pray for the churches to be sound. We pray for the churches to be biblically correct, biblicist, taking the word of God, cutting it straight. Oh Lord, give us a heart to cut the scriptures straight in Jesus' name. And that's important. That's important, the cutting the scriptures straight. We want to cut the scriptures straight. Well, uh, Pastor Grimaldi at gmail.com. Interact with me. May the Lord bless and keep you and shine his light upon you till the next time. This is Street Talk Theology. We take sound theology and we bring it to the streets. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.